child of God. I have in my hand the powerful Word of God. It can change lives, heal broken hearts, and save man's soul. Here's our prayer, Lord Jesus, today. Speak to me in Jesus' name. Amen. I look at your neighbor and say, I have never seen a better bod for God. I don't know why everybody's laughing about that. I've been in a series, Bod for God. Uh, My buddy Steve Reynolds wrote that. And uh, it's important that uh, we develop that. We're wrapping the series up today. Um, We're going to turn a corner. Next week we're going to begin a 10-week study out of the Gospel of Mark. Uh, It won't be necessarily a verse-by-verse every chapter, but we're going to cover a lot of ground in a 10-week period, over 16 chapters in the Gospel of Mark. Mark wrote to Gentiles. He uh, wanted them to understand the Jesus that he knew. And he explains Jesus in such a a, a very real and uh, neat way. And so I hope that you'll journey with us through this uh, study time. And uh, it'll be a great, great series for us. But today I want us to talk about making our bods for God stick. I'm going to take the word stick, and I'm going to take the letter as we spell stick. Hopefully I've spelled it right. That'd be bad if I didn't. And uh, we're going to talk about that. And as I've reminded you, God cares about your your spiritual soul, but he also cares about your physical body. He gave it to us for a reason, and he wants us to hang on to it. I've told you my journey through this month, and I've told you uh, over the last couple of years what God's been doing in me and what God continues to do in me and will continue to do in me as I continue to surrender to him. It's all about surrendering, isn't it? You fill in the blank. Whatever it is you struggle with in life, doesn't matter. You fill it in. It's all about surrendering that to God. Because God loves us. We're all sinners. I'll wait. We're all sinners. <laughs> I didn't. Maybe I was the only one. I wasn't sure. Me and Don. <laughs> but we've looked at exercise and eating. We've looked at defining the motivation to change. We've uh made progress in those areas. Many of you have said you're committing to make progress in those areas of your life. Have you discovered it's easy to make commitments but harder to keep them? Whew. I could have brought up anything but that, right? I mean, we're fixing to have a church carry-in lunch. Now, as the morning, as the next 30 minutes carry on, the aroma... And that back left corner is going to get really tough. I was standing in the back praying and I kept smelling it myself. Geneva made 20 gallons of, it's not 20 gallons, but she made a bunch of gumbo today. And I've been smelling that gumbo. And I thought God would just want me to rip through this sermon real fast and let's get on to the gumbo. Stop it, stop it. Well, since you said it that way, I'm just going to, since we have lunch, we'll just go for an hour and a half. (laughs) 
as they all get up and walk out. Okay. In your message notes, I want to start out with 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Kind of summarize what, what I've been saying this morning so far. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and, is, and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. Now notice a couple of things. Underline the phrase, temple of the Holy Spirit, and notice the word body. Our bodies house the Holy Spirit. Now when you stop to consider that, it ought to give us just a bit of, hmm, well maybe I need to do a better job. Maybe I do a little bit better job of keeping taking care of this thing. Remember, one of the first things that we talked about it's that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. We've been talking about that all month. And why is that? Well, the reason He lives in us is look at the third line in that verse. You were bought by God with a high price. What was that high price? Jesus gave Himself on the cross. He became the sacrificial lamb. His blood was shed so that you and I could have reconciliation back to the Father. So there was a blood sacrifice needed and received. So at the cross, Jesus purchased us. He was the high price. Now look at and underline that last phrase, honor God with your body. Because what God for God has been about is helping us honor God with our bodies. And when it comes to weight loss, and when it comes to getting healthy... Statistics say 80% of the people gain the weight back that they've lost within one year after losing it. So for me to have kept 60 plus pounds off for two years, I'm pretty, I feel pretty good about that. Pretty good. But it is a constant battle. Constant battle. The first thing you're going to see when you go back to the fellowship lunch are the dessert table. Now why do we put desserts at the front? They should be in the dark recesses of hell. No. We always put the best out front, don't we? So we kind of walk by and we look at all the pies and the cakes. Well, there's been some cakes made just for Bryant today. I think they're all just for him. That's what I've been told. No, this one's for Bryant. No, 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 this one's for Bryant. I said, but he can't eat that kind of, he doesn't eat that kind of stuff anymore. He told me he wanted me to help him with those. <clears throat> Hadn't gone over very well. God for God is not about willpower. One thing I've learned about willpower is I can say that I'm going to exercise it, but there's never enough of it. <laughs> Why is it that when you think ice cream, a Brahms commercial comes on your television? Now, I was grateful that Bluebell had to shut down. Hallelujah. Well, I'm not really, but you understand. And grateful for a company that's taken responsibility and didn't blame anybody and shut their work down until they got on top of the problem. I like that, don't you? It's not some cow's fault in Minnesota. Okay. But willpower. Willpower. How do I get it? How do I make this thing stick? The key... 
principle that we've been talking about all month is right there in the middle of your first page of your outline. My body was created by God and for God. Don't forget it. I still believe with all my heart that one of Bryant's key elements in his healing that we can celebrate today is that he took care of himself. He took care of himself. Now, it took its toll on him. Don't get me wrong. It took its toll on him. But he's coming back. He could still look at his children if they were trying to get an advantage on him. He can still look at them. So Patrick's getting to be, he'll be a senior next year. Can you believe that? Patrick, stand up. Let him see you. Look at this strapper. Look at that young man. Woo! He looks handsome. Got his, got that smile like his mother. And you know what? You know, you know that's what's crossed his mind a time or two. I can take the old man. I can take him. I can take him. And Brianne's trying to get him to understand, Patrick, don't go there. But you know how guys are. On Bryant's worst day, <clears throat> he'd take that young buck out. See, I used to fake a heart attack. <clears throat> Worked for me. I mean, these three boys I had were active and strong, and I would go, ah, ah, and they'd go, what? Now I had them then. <clears throat> Because I could grab them strategically. Well, let's move on. All right. <clears throat> Your body was created by God and for God. Don't forget that. But how do we make it stick? Well, I want to give you some steps using that word stick. Let's, let's get started. The first one is S. Schedule a realistic long-term routine. Schedule a realistic long-term routine. We've been talking about eating and exercise habits. You've got to have a realistic long-term routine. And when it comes to eating, when it comes to exercise, if you don't have that down, if you don't have that set up, if you don't have that schedule, it'll be hard to keep it. I have on my schedule, Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m., every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, exercise. It works best in my schedule for that time. I come into the church earlier, or I'm, I'm in a prayer time earlier, or I'm in a Bible study earlier, and then I'll go work out, and then I'll come in, and then I'll finish the day. I'm telling you, you got to have that time. I look forward to Thursday morning, as I know I'm done for three days. I don't necessarily look forward to Monday, but, I'm, but I go because I know it's the best thing I can do for me. Amen? So you get up and go. Maybe yours is walking. Maybe yours is eating differently. Maybe whatever it is, you need to do it differently. Do it differently. Drive differently. Brian talked about that. But schedule and be realistic and be routined in that. So I want to, by show of hands, I want, to, I want to see which of those three words really get you. How many of you would say schedule is one that you battle with? Anybody? Okay. How about realistic? How about routine? Some of you are putting your hand up on every one of you. Now, come on. Well, that's true, though, isn't it? It's true. If you don't plan it, it won't happen. I never understood about planning meals till recently. And, and really, if you'll plan your meals, it's a whole lot easier. Because they're already done. 
You know, it takes some prep time ahead of time. You can't run, hey, I'm tired, let's go to McDonald's. Okay, go down there, eat 9 million calories, it's all right. And the fat associated with it. You know McDonald's fries, they said they're making better fries. <laughs> How do you make a better fry? I don't know. But fries are fries. And quarter pounders are quarter pounders. They do taste good. I'm not going to lie to you. There's nothing better than eating that, 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 that medium-sized box of fried sin. There's just not anything better than that. It's called French fries. But, you know, it's, well, they taste good. Amen. I, I agree. Especially if you've got ketchup to dip them in. Glory. Glory. That's my vegetables for the day is eating my ketchup. How many of you know the name Michael Phelps? You know, Michael Phelps swims approximately 50 miles every week when he's training for the Olympics. So roughly he works out about six hours a day, six days a week, without, a, without failing. Now, most of us can't do that. Most of us have to have a real life. But in order for him to accomplish what he does and has done, he has to he has to, to, to work out like that. Now, when, when Brad Caleb was playing football and he was the quarterback, see, see, quarterbacks, they don't have to work out very much. You know that. The quarterbacks just have to show up and look good. That's it. Because they're the ones that are on TV. Bryant was the running back and their cousin was the tight end, but Brad was the quarterback. Now, who got all the press? Brad did. Who did the, who did the uh, media people want to talk to? The pretty boy. They wanted to talk to Brad. Because, see, he didn't have any marks on him. Bryant, he had mostly, he was scarred up. And the, and the cousin was too big to talk to him. So they always talked to Brad, and Brad had that smile, and he was humble. Right? No, that didn't happen at all that way. But sometimes we, we think it all comes easy. That was my point. It doesn't come easy. If Brad's going to be the, the Hall of Fame quarterback that he was, he had to work at it. He had to work at it. But he married a woman that knew how to keep him humble. I remember going to their home the very first time, and I walked through the garage into the house. That means you're part of family when you walk through the garage into the house. Well, guess where Brad's, all of Brad's memorabilia was? In the garage. He had pictures, but they were hung on the wall in the garage. She didn't want him in the house, messing up the house. Keep him humble. We've all got to be humble in life, amen? But 99% of the problem is that we have to find a way to be realistic. Somebody said one time, if you want to know what's important to you, look at your calendar and your checkbook. And you'll find out what's important to you. Galatians 6, 9 says, don't, don't get tired of doing what's good. Don't get discouraged and give up. Don't get discouraged and give up. Don't get discouraged and give up. Underline that. For we will reap a harvest of blessing at the appropriate time. Some things we have to schedule. I put three in your notes. Number one, I must schedule my meals. Schedule them. When I really, when I really losing weight the right way, I'm eating five and six times a day. 
Now, some of you are saying, oh, well, I'll do that. I'm not saying gouge, gorge yourself five or six times. You break up the portions and you do it the right way. That's when you'll lose the best weight for me. Secondly, you've got to schedule your exercise. As I mentioned earlier, you've got to put it in your plan. You've got to get up and say, I've got it. I've got it. And then number three, you schedule your weekly worship time. What? what, 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 what? Weekly worship time. You have got to worship God. You've got to remember, you've got to make this a spiritual adventure, a spiritual journey. You've got to make sure that the spiritual part is connected to the physical part. As I've told you, every day when I sit down and right before we work out, I'm in prayer. I am praying for God to get me through that workout. Especially when I see what He's written up on the board for us to do that day. Oh man. Last week we went in and he did reverse progressions. Now what progressions are, is normally you do an exercise, then run to the stop sign and back, do the, do that exercise and the next exercise, run the stop sign and back, do the first one, the second one, the third one, and run the stop sign and back, and do, you see that's the progressions. Well this time it was reverse progressions. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because I ended up on the same thing every time. Which was just, just 20, just 20 of them, every one of them was just 20, with other stuff in between. He's lost his mind. But he told you last week, after I, got, after I made a statement, he's going to get on to us. But he took it out on everybody, not just me. So I felt good about that. He even had them at the end lay down and do leg lifts and spell the alphabet. This is wrong. I, that's wrong. You've worked out 45 minutes. There's no reason for you to spell the alphabet. I would have got hung up on letter A. Well, I did. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't go capital. I couldn't go small. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Never mind. But we have got to remember and not separate the spiritual from the physical. Over 300 verses in the Bible that deal with the body. Over 200 verses that have to do with our body in this life and how God wants us to take care of our bodies. It's really important. Psalm 20 and verse 4. May He grant your heart's desires and fulfill all your plans. Because God wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to live a long time. I want to watch my grandchildren come to the Lord. I want to watch their dads baptize them into Christ. I want to see those things. I want to be able to be a part of that in their life. Realistic long-term schedule, a realistic long-term routine. T, turn to others for help. Turn to others for help. I had invited the the folks that work out with me at 9 o'clock to come today. Uh, most of them go to other churches, so I wasn't sure if any could come today, and that's fine. But, you know, we've all got to have people around us to encourage us. Now, you guys would run every day, wouldn't you? Practice, or before games and stuff, y'all would go run? Yeah, in the early morning, they'd go run. And who would win that usually? You would, you, he would win? Well, it's a pretty boy. You'd let him win. I know what's going on. Yeah. It hadn't changed, you know, let the pretty boy finish, you know, he start, <laughs> and Brian's going, oh man, I hamstring. <clears throat> so when Braden runs with you, who wins? Well, he ought to win. Patrick, don't run with you. Patrick, don't run. He drives the getaway car. <laughs> That's a good job, Patrick. That's my job. 
Proverbs 11.2, pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom, and I want wisdom, don't you? Proverbs 13.20, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but whoever walks with the fools suffers harm. Accountability will keep you wise. And part of the team, you, you, you may have different people. You may need a doctor. You may need a trainer. I had Josh and Terry here last week, and I appreciate them coming. And, and Josh, a big guy, isn't he? He got some big old arms. he knock you out. A very compassionate person. Cares about you and individually and how you are going to do and how you're doing. Uh, you may need to get a prayer partner to work with you and, and, and pray for you to, to get eating right and to exercise more. Maybe you need a friend or a family member. In your outline, you see a stick figure. Well, the stick figure represents you. And the lines running out are your team that help you. Now, I didn't put any fill-ins for those lines because I want you to be able to put people on those lines that are your team. Who's your team? I have a church team. I have an exercise team. I have a team at my house. You need as many teams as you can get. You need as many people as you can get to keep an eye on you. Amen? Because my hands run to evil. (laughs) It's really tough when I'm here by myself in the afternoon. Satan goes, you're hungry. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. And I will swear to you, I can smell from the freezer the chocolate cake that we put in there from Sunday. Things rock solid. There's no way I could smell the chocolate. But I can smell it. But I can't do nothing about it. Because the freezer's locked. And they put the key away and I don't know where it is. Well, I really do, but I act like I don't know where it is. See, I can trick Satan, but he keeps trying to bring the chocolate back around. Always got to be on guard, don't we? Always got to be on guard, don't we? There is nothing better than to go buy Daylight Donuts and just smell. Can you open the door at Daylight Donuts and just smell? <sighs> okay, that's good. And walk away. Lord, no. Give me a box of this, box of that. So you gotta have people. You gotta put people on your team that will help you. I identify and avoid commitment killers. If you're gonna make Bod for God stick, it's not gonna be challenge free. You gotta get some commitment killers and get on top of them. It doesn't happen overnight. You gotta build a team. You gotta build this into your life. One of them is procrastination. Don't say I'm gonna get going. Get going. Get up and get going. Move around. Show a little life. Another one is temptation. There's plenty of temptation. I talk about it all the time. But what about donuts at the office? Or maybe Facebook? Maybe you watch too much television. Maybe you're prey to sexual temptation. Maybe you don't want to exercise. Maybe you struggle with the internet and pornography. I don't know what it is that is affecting your life. Sexual sins in your body affect you 
somewhat more than others. Look at 1 Corinthians 6.18. Run from sexual sin. No other sin as clearly affects the body as this one does, for sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. There are plenty of sins out there. The reason people don't want to deal with sin is because they have to deal with Jesus. And if they don't want to deal with Jesus because they have to deal with God, they have to deal with heaven and hell, and they don't want to deal with it. So let's just wipe it out as though it doesn't exist. Sorry, it didn't work that way. If you're going to make bod for God stick, you've got to do these things. C, commit to fast during a designated time. We did that leading up to Easter. Some of you got involved in it. I hope you had a good experience with that. You gave up something. And that's what it is. That's what fasting is. I'm going to give up something. And then in its place, I'm going to put prayer in its place. I'm going to pray for specific things related to during that fast time. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off, now underline this phrase, every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily hinders our progress, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. If I miss working out, I don't feel very good inside. Now, I may not work out very hard when I'm working out, but at least I'm there and I'm doing something. Does that make sense to you? Uh, Last week, I strained my back in some way. So I asked Josh, I said, now why would it hurt in this part of my back? He said, it's not from this, it's from these other five things I had you do. So I wanted to say, well, then don't make me do those anymore. But no, he's trying to build that up in my body. I understand that. But my body was saying, "Uh uh-uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. So we had to modify that, but we still did something. You see what I'm saying? You've got to do some things. Don't let things slow you down. When you're developing that bod for God, what is hindering your progress? What is it? White bread? Soft drinks? Certain foods? Desserts? TV? Movies? But if you give it up, you've got to have something to replace it with to draw you closer to God. Don't give up and not replace. Don't give up and not replace. Ezra 8.23 says, So we fasted and earnestly prayed that our God would take care of us. And then He heard our prayer. God will hear your prayer. So let me review real quick. To make a bod for God stick, schedule a realistic long-term routine, turn to others for help, Identify and avoid the commitment killers. Commit to fast during a designated time. And then on the back of your outline, the last one is K. Keep my appointment with God every morning. I gave you a stat a moment ago that 78% of the people who kept their weight off after a diet were people who ate breakfast every day. I forgot to mention the breakfast part of it. But they eat breakfast every day. Most doctors would agree that breakfast is one of the most important meals of the day. Breakfast gets your day going. And the same thing is true with spending time with God. Spending time with God in the morning gets your day set right. Gets your feet pointed in the right direction. Because here's what God promises. He promises that if you will give, uh, He will give you enough power to do what you need to do for that day if you'll get right with God. He'll give you the power. Now, if you don't exercise the power, that's your struggle. But start your day with God every day. 
Psalm 119, How can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word and following its rules. Have you listened to some of the music that kids listen to today? Woo! Woo! Heard some last night. I had four teenagers, four boys and four girls in, in a prom thing. I was driving for them. Oh, my goodness. I was so embarrassed for those girls to have to hear the words to those songs. Oh, oh. And, and, and everybody thought that was, I mean, they were just laughing and just, I thought, you, you really think that's okay? Wow. I was taught different. <laughs> but you know, we do the same thing with God, don't we? We'll say things to God that we should not say. Say things to our parents we should not say. Say things to each other we should not say. And one of the ways to help us is to get in the Word of God every day. You know, ask God to help you say right stuff. You might say, well, preacher, I don't know where to start. Well, start with Matthew chapter 1. Just read a chapter a day. Just keep reading. Just start and read. Don't stop. And when you get through Revelation, start over. You'll find something new the next time around. Get through with that. Do it again. You'll, you'll find something new. when you. Every time you go through, you'll find something new. But read a chapter a day. You'll be amazed at what God can do with that time. Psalm 37.5. We read it earlier. It's so true. Please, please commit this to memory. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him and He will help you. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him and He will help you. Think about that for a minute. When we began this series, I mentioned I have two goals for our church. One is that we be a spiritually healthy church and one that we be a physically healthy church. But in order to accomplish those goals, we have to have commitment to living a balanced life that shows we're committed to God. In order to be committed to God, we first of all have to have a relationship with Him. We need to connect with Him through salvation. The repentance, confession, the baptisms, those things. We need to connect with Him through salvation. And then we need to walk daily in His presence. Perhaps you're here today and you've never made that commitment to Christ. Today would be a great day for you to make that decision. Maybe you're here and you're struggling with many things. And some of the things that we've discussed in this series. Give them to the Lord. I encourage you to do that. Maybe you're here and you need a church home. Well, I'd recommend this one. Because we're just a group of people who love the Lord. And we're not perfect. And we're just trying to do life together. And we mess up and we say things we shouldn't say. And we, we, we mess up. But what I love is that Jesus is still on the cross. And st- Jesus still loves us. And Jesus still forgives us. As First John 1, 9 says, if I'll confess that to Him, He'll forgive me. So maybe you need a church like this. We'd love for you to be a part of it. I don't know what decision you have. I don't know what decision you need to make. But if you have one, today would be a great day. A great day to get it right with God. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this time. I thank you for the people that are here. I pray a special touch in their life. I pray that you will move among us. That you will move among them. Father, they will sense your presence and they will respond.
to you in a powerful way. So, Father, whatever need is present, whatever is troubling the souls of your people here today, would they find rest in you and a way 